John, have you ever been asked a question that is so difficult to answer that it changed your entire life? Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. But it really seems like you have a big, you have big expectations for this question here. So maybe this question? Okay, well, not totally what I'm getting at, but. We will hear a story in our coming episode about how one question changed my life. All right, welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. We are on season seven. Honestly, I didn't think I'd get to ever say that. But hey, we're here. We made it. It's, <laughs> we it's, have arrived. We have arrived. It, it really is hard to believe uh, that it is season seven. It feels like just yesterday that this all started and there have been some growing pains and some big mistakes, mostly by me, if I'm honest. But overall, <laughs> what an amazing experience it, it has been. Yeah, I agree. John has made most of the mistakes. Mm, yes. <laughs> Come on. Just jokes. John, my co-host with the mo-host. Hey, th- that still doesn't rhyme no matter how many times you make it. It's not I, even a word. I know. I'm going to make it one day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, John, we, we wanted to take a moment to thank our listeners. Yes, you we know, did. No matter where you joined us in this journey, whether that was episode one, season one, I don't even think I've listened to that episode, truthfully. <laughs> um, or if this is your very first time listening, we thank you. Absolutely. We, you know, seriously, uh, this show would not exist without all of you because uh, podcasts, podcast shows need listeners. Yeah, it'd be really boring just to talk to John. I mean, I do that every day. What are you saying? I don't know. Okay, before you dig yourself a hole, <laughs> yeah. uh, Braden, my partner in this podcast, you are sitting across from me. That's from that's me. Uh, you're going to introduce the topic for this week. And in regards to season seven, yeah. things look slightly different than what we've done in the traditionally in the past season. Well, they sound slightly different. Sound slightly different. Uh, we have approached this season with very large topics in mind. Then we start with uh, that we start with, and then we get into kind of exploring a story or a scripture that teaches up us about that topic. Right. It's, it's kind of kind of flip flop on what we've done in the last six seasons. That's right. So, Braden, my favorite co-host. Yes. Uh, what is the topic for today? Okay, John. Wait, hold on a sec. I'm your only co-host. That's you're my favorite. I have to be. Well, you just take the compliment. Okay, I will. But if I'm your favorite, that also means I'm your least favorite because I'm the only one here. Hey, you don't need to go there. <laughs> okay. Our Glass top- is half, half full. Our, our topic for today is contentment. Also, John, I must say I have a confession. A confession? Yeah. Okay. Um, so contentment. That's our topic. That's our topic. Yeah. Seems like a fun one to explore. I'm it's excited a, about it. It's a big word. It's, it's There's lots there. Yeah. But I'm curious, uh, what is your confession? What does that have to do with contentment? And it usually means, it usually means that you've done something embarrassing, which is, you know, pretty fun to hear your stories about. <laughs> you thrive stuff. when I'm embarrassed. I really do like it. So I'm excited about this story. <laughs> okay. What are okay. you confessing? So you know me all too well because it is a slightly embarrassing story. Okay. As I was researching this uh, topic... Uh-huh. I googled the word contentment probably six times. Oh, that's no big deal. I read the definition many times, and I had to keep going back to it because it just wouldn't stick. Ah. Um, and so, you know, my, my Google history is like, contentment. What is contentment? Who decided contentment? What was content? Where did it come from? Contentment, contentment, mm. contentment, contentment. 
we're just going to blame that one on the smoke that has been around our area from the <laughs> yeah, wildfires. The Alberta area, yeah. Uh, and we'll just say we've just been kind of in a, a mental haze. And a physical haze. <laughs> and a physical haze. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, that is that's my con- that is my confession. You know, it, it's not the easiest topic to understand contentment, but I, I do think now I I have a good handle on it. Okay, so yep. I'm tossing this question back to you because I'm you know lying alone underneath this bus that I just threw myself under. So what's one thing that you googled this week that's uh, silly or embarrassing? Uh, I, you know, I don't know. Um. I don't have a lot of things that I googled this week because it's just uh, kind of armpit been a fungus. Shh, don't tell anybody <laughs> about that. Uh, uh, excessive okay. booger growth. I've got one for you, so <laughs> you don't have to come up with them for me. Okay, perfect. I googled ultra light tents, and I was actually considering a tent without any poles at all. John, isn't a tent without poles just a blanket, sheet, or like a a tarp? I. Uh, okay, I guess, yes. but like, yes, it is. <laughs> technically, this tent has poles. It just uses uh, the person's hiking poles and instead of tent poles. This is marketing at its finest. They're going to sell you a tarp it that is. you use your own poles to set up. Yes, <laughs> they charge me just as much as a regular tent for less product. Wow. Yeah, they're Hook, smart people. Line sinker. <laughs> okay, so now that we're past our embarrassing moments, okay, let's let's you know. After all the Googling and the reading of definitions and John's tarp that he's going to take camping, uh, I do think I have a better grasp on this idea, or I think I had a better grasp and continue to than I might have originally thought. Because, John, I I remember a few years ago, I I did actually really struggle with this idea. And so I spent a good amount of time thinking it through and and having some good conversations with some really close people. Come to think of it, you were one of those people. I vaguely remember something about this yeah so i we would have spoken about this i think a few years back probably at length and as this all started this this you know crisis Mm -hmm. all started because of a really big question that a friend asked me he just walked up to me one day so rudely and said hey are you content you just say rudely because you didn't really like the question no i hated the question yes it was like so hard to answer why was it hard to answer why didn't i immediately feel content was i Mm. not content this is a very hard question, John. So there's a bit of anxiety, a bit of panic that came with that? Yeah. So I had to think about this all the way through. And it was like so hard to answer. Anyway, so I, I did. I just, I struggled with that. And, and even to this day, like answering that on any given day is, can, can be difficult. That question and, and processing through the answer to that question actually changed my whole life, hmm. you know? And and so I, I had to, to struggle with that and, and grow through that. And John, we had many conversations uh, about that. I, I do remember something about this. Um, yes. If I remember correctly, it was to do with some of your bigger life questions or I guess maybe being unsure of what you wanted to do after you graduated. Correct. Yeah, correct. Okay, so it, it would have been like maybe the first time I uh, volunteered at Covenant Bay, which I eventually, you know, at least I'd found where it was. Sure. So yeah. for the viewers who don't know, I asked John where Covenant Bay was probably seven <laughs> times within our first meeting. Yes, and that meant like within the first 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, and Covenant Bay is not far from where I've lived my whole life. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was 
it was a it was a tough one for you. Yeah. So I was volunteering here, and we had a lot of really good conversations. And John, I'm always grateful for those. Um, oh, man, just it was pretty cool stuff. Like we, it was you know years ago. We were young and we were hip. <laughs> so young, <laughs> so young and hip. Ah, mm-hmm. those are exactly the words I would use for us back then. Yeah, young, young and hip. And I think hip. we're still like I would say young, young and a hipper. I feel my hips more, <laughs> but that's not because I'm young uh well okay through all of those conversations and you know a good amount of time kind of processing this i I do remember turning a corner on my understanding of contentment that the summer that i volunteered here was Hmm. it was a big deal for me i realized okay and and i think this is a pretty big claim i'm about to make i like big claims um I, i think that true contentment is only found in god hmm so I think we can find happiness and joy and excitement in other places, but I think true contentment or a contentment that lasts forever is only found in God. That, that is a huge claim. Yeah, it is. I would agree with that statement, that it's a big claim. Uh, but are you going to back this up? I'm like, can't just throw something out like this and say, and we're done. <laughs> no, I can't back it up. But but you have to back it up. <laughs> tricked you. Oh. Hook, line, and sinker again. Yeah. No, I can't back it up, but I do think that the Bible does okay. back it up. So, John, would you read for us 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 to 17? Okay. It says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride and possessions is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. Okay, that was great. Thank you. You're welcome. For that. Okay, so track with me for a moment, John, okay? Mm -hmm. I, I think here in this passage, it doesn't directly tell us that, you know, true contentment is only found in God. But I do think that it shows us, or or tells us rather, where we do not find contentment. Okay, which is by this passage, or how it's describing it, would be in the things of the world, or our worldly desires or focuses. That's uh, interesting. So our worldly desires or focuses being things like, uh, like a career? Yeah. Uh, possessions like a car or house, relationships, or, you know, I guess all of the, the above. Maybe, yeah, right? exactly. And, and certainly, you know, those things you just named or some of those things, those bring us, they can bring us fulfillment, they can bring us joy, they can bring us good times and bad times and sorrow and all of those different types of emotions. But that's why I think it's so important that we remember this passage because it's so easy to get caught up in the things that we really enjoy. We oh. know that. Oh, so it's so easy. Uh, yeah, we enjoy them. Thus, it's easy to get caught up in them. I want to do the things that are fun. Yeah. So, okay, let me make sure I have all of this right. And okay. I'm mowing what you're growing if I yes. were to use your vernacular. It is my vernacular, and it's one of the hip things that I say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, even something that brings me so much joy, like, you know, family or working here at uh, Covenant Bay. Yeah. Um, those things can actually be a, I hate to use the word distraction, but for lack of a better word, a distraction or a thing of this quote unquote world that I'm placing in 
front of or in place of my relationship with God. I'm putting more importance on those things right. than in my time I spend in my relationship with God. Right. God calls us to keep him at number one, to, yes. for him to be our focus. And so if we're, no matter what the things are, if they bring us joy, if they're, if they're good things, if they're things ordained by God, like a relationship or like family, mm-hmm. uh, like a career, if those things take the place of number one, take the place of God, they then become a hindrance actually in that relationship. It, it, it's, it's where this idea then, I, I, I believe, of contentment comes in. So, okay, I, I've often heard this passage like kind of thrown about and, and oftentimes people just say like, the things of this world are completely sinful and all bad. Hmm. Have you heard? Have you heard yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, just like a blanket statement that's not necessarily fair. Yeah, like in passing, whatever. Yeah. And so I obviously have a hard time believing this. I have a hard time believing a lot of things. You've yeah, heard that's me fair. Say. <laughs> that, that would be a fair statement. Um, but I mean, God made this world. He created us in His image. So it doesn't seem likely that everything in this world could be bad. That is a very fair statement. I would agree with that. So I find it actually much more likely that the things of this world, good or bad, sinful or not sinful, those things are are fleeting or momentary compared to the everlasting nature of God. Hmm. So, John, once again, I would like you to read something for us. Would you read Isaiah 40 verses 28 and 29? I can do that. It says this. uh, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Okay, so it says this, the Lord is the everlasting God. Everlasting, foreverlasting, all the time lasting, right? That's pretty big. He is creator of heavens and earth. It seems to be I mean, that is one of those things that's like hard for me to even understand, to wrap my head around. It's a massive thought. Kind of says like, you know, when you get the, like on, on your computer, like 401, 404, <laughs> like item not found. That's what my brain happens. It's just, it's just too much. It's so, big. So it, it says next that he will not grow tired or weary. Like, uh, that's hard for me, for maybe both of us <laughs> to imagine right now. We have only just begun our summer camp season, our yeah. busiest season of the year. Yeah. You know, honestly, I feel tired and a little bit weir- a lot weary already. We've had a long run and we do. We both feel tired and weary. We could just say that. Yeah. And, and uh, it's a very fair statement. Um, so I'm a little, I'll just say it. I'm a little unsure as to how this ties into contentment though. Okay. Well, uh, let me, let me illustrate it differently. Okay. okay let me ask you a question. Okay. John, have you ever sought out uh, joy, approval, or accolade, you know, accomplishment through something that you're good at, like sports, a job, perhaps, you know, through friends or, or family, something like that? You think I'm, I'm really good at, my, at sports and my job and things like that? Mm-hmm. Wow, thank mm-hmm. you. I, I wasn't looking for that accolade, <laughs> but uh, I appreciate it. I just answered the question. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe more often than I'd like. And we all do to some extent. Yeah. And even even small things, and it, and to be honest, Braden, it's nice to feel appreciated if someone recognizes that I've done something or I've accomplished something. Just right, a little recognition feels good. I think. Yeah. I, I okay. I would I would agree, and I would completely say the same for myself. I 
those that appreciation is important actually and, and you're not suggesting that's wrong no i here's the thing i don't think that being proud of some of the stuff we do or excited about an achievement is inherently or automatically bad okay one day on a podcast we'll talk about the difference between pride and proud mm. the topic i like however okay so i don't think it's inherently or automatically bad i think it, it's a little bit about the posture or you know the hope that we have behind it like how much merit how much weight are we giving to these things okay okay so i have yeah. another question for you oh you're full of questions today okay okay Shoot. how how long does that good or excited or joyful feeling last when when someone appreciates you or you win a medal or whatever hmm uh that's hard to say i guess it kind of depends on the circumstance but uh, I don't know, a few days maybe, or I don't know, until they notice the next good thing maybe, right? <laughs> Which could be a long time. Yeah, it usually is. Uh, <laughs> or probably, I don't know, I'm just going to say a half a day okay. or so in most cases. Okay, so a ha half a day, okay. okay. So uh, I have another question. Uh, <laughs> More questions? Yeah, full questions. Okay. okay, so then it lasts half a day. You feel good, last half a day, you're excited, whatever. Yep. Um, if you were then to base your contentment on, on those things, things the things that you're recognized for or the good feeling that comes when you know you maybe you buy something new maybe you help a friend maybe you're wearing the gold medal or the bronze medal in your case around your neck um whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> i only get platinum medals oh the yeah. participation ones yeah. um <laughs> okay so how how long do you think you know th that would last your your contentment in those things that is i don't know i Probably not much longer than a day or so, I guess. I, I would just have to start over again, searching for the next thing I was going to feel good about or proud of. I mean, right? There's, it, the, your point is well taken. It's fleeting. Right. It feels good, and it's okay to feel good. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm just saying those feelings don't last forever. They come and go quicker than we would like. Exactly. So okay, it ends up being kind of like a roller coaster. Uh huh. I don't like roller coasters. I like roller coasters for the <laughs> so, most part. Okay. So uh, from my understanding, I haven't been on many of them, but roller coasters generally go up and down. Yes. Okay. So, you know, we feel good when we're, you know, at the top. Those are, you know, good emotions, happiness, joy, whatever. But eventually that emotion passes. If you, As you've said, maybe it's a day, maybe it's a half a day. That feeling ends and we start to go downhill and we continue downhill until we find the next thing to feel good about or, or to place our joy in or... Or, or to, you know, reinvigorate mm. that idea of contentment, that worldly idea yeah. of contentment. And, and that, honestly, Braden, that does not sound very peaceful or... No. It doesn't feel like I'd be filled with content a whole lot uh, riding that roller coaster. No. It seems pretty stressful, actually. Yeah. Like, if I'm constantly searching out the next place to feel good about myself, mm -hmm. I'm filled with anxiety of trying to find it you know that that feeling is gonna not last yeah and so you're already thinking i feel good right now but i know this is gonna end and so i have to find the next thing yeah and, and let's face it nobody goes on a roller coaster to feel peaceful <laughs> no they do not <laughs> that's a very good point um okay so it, you're right though it's it's exhausting it's anxiety inducing and and I have to think that we've all been there before, that we've all been, you know, searching and placed that hope in the contentment of, of the things of, of this world. But that's where I think that that passage from 1 John 
really comes into play. I think that's what it's talking about. Mm. You know, the contentment that we find in a relationship and a life with God, the everlasting God, as Isaiah said, is unlike anything we can find here on earth. Even, even those things, even those things here on earth might, you know, while they might be awesome mm-hmm. and fun, eventually those emotions that are and feelings that we we have because of those things, they're gonna pass. Yeah, and we're gonna be forced to move on, on to the next thing, the next thing that we're chasing after to feel good, whatever that may be. Yeah, and it doesn't even matter if it's you know it might be a bad thing it might be a good thing it might be uh have no inconsequential Mm -hmm. um morally but if we're seeking out contentment with with contentment within our world and not through god then it's gonna be a tough slug we're gonna feel that roller coaster yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's gonna be the exhausting and the anxiety inducing roller coaster that we spoke about so so the worldly things like a roller coaster ups and downs highs and lows it it's just not for us. No, I, I you've got it. I think I think you're you're tracking. Okay, okay. So uh, here's the thing. So God has created the world to be. I think that I think the ups and downs. Like I I don't think those things are outside of God's creations. The joys and the sorrows, those are are, are really important to who we are. But when we have contentment in God, you know, at least how I see it, we can recognize that there is an underlying peace, a stillness, a direction, a certainty, a knowledge of knowing who we are in Christ. That's who we are in Christ. The truth of God is, is you can't argue that. It's, it's irrefutable. And, and I believe that's where the undeniable and the everlasting contentment comes from God. And that's why it's only found in God. So no matter what type of day I'm having, up or down, awesome or less than awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I understand and know who I am in God, there is contentment. Exactly. The the good and the bad feelings, those those come and go. Those emotions are, are fleeting. They don't last forever. But who we are in God, who he has created us to be, and and his love for us is eternal. So true contentment is only found in God. It's a big claim, but I, I believe it to be absolutely true. So, all right. It feels like we're, we're rehashing this a lot, but I, I just want to clarify something. Yes. I think what you're saying is that true contentment, the kind we receive through our relationship with God, mm-hmm. you know, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but it is separate from the emotions of each day or exists regardless of those emotions. That it's, are going a, it's a good clarification. We will feel things each and every day, but I believe when we're, when we're in a relationship with God, that contentment is there regardless of those emotions. I can feel great or I can feel pretty lousy, but when, when my contentment isn't tied to those fleeting emotions, when the feeling of happiness isn't tied to something of this world, you know, or the temporary things of this world and tied rather to the everlasting, all-powerful God, even in the lousiest of days, which we all have, I can feel content. I'm catching what you're pitching. I am clamming what you're building. Reading what you are writing, my <laughs> okay, friend. John, I do. I, those are creative. And, but I do think the audience 
gets it. You you understand. I'm grateful that you understand. You tracked with me and I appreciate you letting me go on that journey. <laughs> all right, all right. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. All right. Uh I'm we're going to move on to our growth tip. Yeah, it's best for for both of us, <laughs> for everyone. So the growth tip is a wit, uh, something that we can practice or apply to help us grow in our relationship with God. Right, exactly. So today our growth tip is to discover one of my favorite words, discover a new passion. Now, okay, I know this might sound counterintuitive or go against what I was just saying, but hear me out again. I've been doing a lot of explaining. I don't always or I don't only connect with God while reading the Bible or praying. Maybe sounds like a not so good thing. Yeah, I'm really curious as to if you want to give us an explanation. <laughs> okay, so, so, but sometimes my best moments with God, the time I spend with him, the most fulfilling moments are found in actually just doing something that I like. Going on a hike, drawing a picture, canoeing a river. I that 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 makes more sense. I don't now know, that but it's like it. when I'm doing those things that I like, something that he created me to do. I I feel his presence. I feel close. So, our growth tip is is, you know, discover a new passion, try a new skill, create something fun, enjoy yourself, and enjoy your time with God. It, it sounds like a lot of fun. I can't wait. You like fun. I love fun. Fun <laughs> is number one. Uh, so we're. We will post on Instagram what we decide to try. We will Bra- do this Braden along with I. you. Yeah. Yeah. And then you guys can tag us on Bible at Bible Story Pod to share uh, your adventures, the fun things that you guys are trying. Yeah. I'm stoked. That it's, would be great. It's going to be awesome. Okay. You guys, you rock my socks. Oh, dear. Braden. That's the young and hip thing to say, people right? People don't say that. <laughs> people, people have never said that. Not just anymore, but people have never said that. No, it's pretty cool, I think. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Well, you guys are the best because I think that's what Braden is trying to say. That's exactly what it means. Yes. Okay. Remember that there is nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Hey, John, you see that fancy car outside? Uh, Braden, there is no car and I can't imagine you buying me a car. What? Come on, John. You just got to have faith. Believe in me, man. 